Welcome to the Rethinker Podcast, asking the why questions to connect faith with culture. Welcome to the Rethinker Podcast. This is a place where we look at Scripture, God's laws, Jesus' parables, and other aspects of faith, and many cases kind of do a rethink or try to develop new insights and understanding so that we can engage culture in real fresh and resonant ways. Today, we're actually going to start with two Scriptures, one that is very well-known and another one that's a little more obscure. We'll start with the well-known one, Matthew 6. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And with that, we're going to look at 2 Corinthians five eighteen and 19. All this is from God, who reconciled us through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Now, reconciliation is a term that has predominantly remained a religious distinction. The idea of a ministry of reconciliation often refers to bringing together different people, groups, and societies to recognize past hurts and offenses. In addition, it is often mentioned in the context of reconciling man back to God or the redemption of man back to his creator. Although these are crucial and critical parts of the Christian walk, the natural definition of the term exposes an even greater and deeper purpose— because reconciliation is a banking term. I don't know if you remember before internet banking, but back then there was this thing called a check register. It predominantly became extinct in our digital age, but back in the day your checkbook contained a few pages of unfilled out gridded lines right in the front of the book. This was called the register. That register was supposed to be filled with all of your previous transactions, the money you had withdrawn from your account as well as the monetary deposits you had added. At the far right of the columns was a section entitled Total, where you would tally the supposed amount of money still left in your bank at the time of the last withdrawal or deposit. Now, I say supposed amount because you couldn't be sure that the number in the register actually matched the correct amount of money stored at your bank. So you'd contact your bank to get your official balance in order to ensure that the amount written in your register matched the amount the bank actually held. If these two numbers matched, you were then said to have reconciled your account. Now, let's break this down quickly. There are two parts here, the money that you personally calculated in your register and the money that the bank actually held. If the money in the bank was the real number, we could say that the amount in the bank was perfect. It was the true and real amount of money you had acquired. Your register contained some derivation of that perfect number. When you finally matched up those two numbers, the derivation and the perfect had merged. This is the call of the Creator and the prayer in Matthew 6. Say it again. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Or, to take the derivation, which is the on earth part, and reconcile it back to the perfect, or in heaven. God is perfect in spirit, love, and truth. But mankind's existence since the fall of man are in a state of derivation. As man bows to the lure of sin and suffers sin's intended biological, psychological, societal, generational, and yes, spiritual outcomes, that derivation becomes a grosser and grosser distortion of the original. God's perfect plan is further disrupted and agitated, and the intended prosperity and purpose of humanity is stagnated. God's plan has always been the perfect, humanity and the world in its pre-fall state, or before the sin of Adam, a time when existence was not marred by the combined strategies of sin and entropy, as you discovered in podcasts 6 through 8. Despite the actuality of our now post-fall world, 
perfect remains the purpose. This is the call to humanity for his fallen creation to willingly embrace and actualize his intended pre-fall world. As man begins to create a world more closely resembling its perfect intent and the perfect intent for mankind, he is slowly stepping towards God's desire of reconciliation. Now, it begins with a personal reconciliation to once again accept the one who made you and gave up his son so that you could enter back into personal connection with your creator. This is the call of evangelism, but reconciliation goes far deeper because it's not just a personal invitation, it's a global call. The call is now made simple. Connect the derivation back to the perfect. And seeing what is extinct in the perfect displays what we must do in the derivation. For example, there is no disease in the perfect. Therefore, we must do whatever we can to eliminate disease from the derivation. We can do this through more aggressive understanding and treatments of diseases, recognizing them as strategies, not merely unintended outcomes, as we discovered in podcast four. We can recognize that the creator has crafted various foods and nutrients to stave off diseases and complications and begin to broadcast in more fervent ways the benefits of embracing less processed food diets. And spiritually, we can also do so through real and documented healings and prayer. There is no judgment in the perfect, so we can put down our moralistic bullhorns and love each other simply as God's creation, despite our ideological, religious, or personal orientation differences. There is no fear or destruction in the perfect, so we can begin to encourage and petition our media channels to more regularly broadcast the atrocities going on in other parts of the world, and we can come together with those of all faiths to attempt to alleviate the pain and suffering across the globe. There is no poverty or lack in the perfect, so we can provide for those less fortunate than us, both inside our communities and across the world, not based on some ulterior agenda, but because they are our fellow human beings and are also made in the image of God. There is no sin or its byproduct in the perfect, so we can begin to broadcast the strategies of sin to humanity and expose the enemy's purposeful intent. As I have already stated, entropy and sin are a byproduct of the fall, but sin is a choice. Entropy is not. By distancing ourselves from the strategies of sin, we lessen and or circumvent the power of entropy. The power comes in the understanding, and as you begin to grasp this understanding, you can begin to broadcast it to others. And that broadcasting reach is limitless now. All it takes is one idea, one wisdom-infused thought to get out there and travel across the entire globe in just micro-moments. Do you remember the blue and black dress meme of last year? In just one day, the world was talking about it everywhere. How much more can they be impacted by an idea that truly gives sight to the blind? Our channels are in place. Our world is now truly flat. Our reach is global. Our influence is unconstrained. I pray as you read your word, meditate on it, and even listen to some of these podcasts that God will give you new insights and ideas that the world needs to hear, and you will help bring about one step closer to reconciliation. And to that, I believe many of you out there have ideas that God has given you, and I would love to hear the just the insights that God has blessed you with. So I'm going to give you a, a personal email address, which is dlitwin11 at gmail.com. Send me any of your thoughts or ideas there. You can also reach me on my website at davidwlitwin.com. There you can see uh, Facebook and Twitter information as well. Get really a 360-degree view of who I am, what I do, and what I believe. I hope you have a spectacular day or evening, depending on when you listen to this. And always remember to live inspired.